my cat is having the zoomies in the background. So if you just hear like yeah, any he screaming, <laughs> just don't worry about it. I like threw him in his little box and then just like shook the box and that's that's it. Now he's just going ballistic in the background. So anyways. Sounds about right, yeah. So cat. Yeah. Cats <laughs> cats are great. So on today's episode, it's spooky spooky corner. Spooky corner volume. Spooky corner. I forget what volume we're at. What volume are we at? That's probably six. Six? Seven? Seven. This is seventy, right? No. Nope. Seven. Minus one, because we didn't do um we're, we have our oh, shit right. together. Yeah, six. It is Spooky it's Corner Volume great. Six. It's Volume Six. <laughs> <laughs> and today we have on Carly. Hi, Carly. Hello. Hi. Thanks for uh, having me. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Very much yeah, so. Of um, I yes. love it. Spooky things are my favorite things. So <laughs> I love that we can all just come together for um, spooky, spooky talk. It's for spooky. So do you want to you want to plug in? You want to plug in what you what you got going on in your end? Your podcast? Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at the village tarot witch. Um, I've got a lot of copycat accounts recently. So let me just say for the record, it's my only tarot account. And if they message you, it's not me. (laughs) It's driving me insane. I've been getting messages all week from people, from fake me messaging people saying, do you want me to consider you for a reading? And I'm here to say, I will not do that to you. So, uh, it's not me. (laughs) Um, you will be able to book a reading with me shortly through my website once I have it up and running. That's exciting. <laughs> um, and otherwise, you can hear more of my spook factor with um, my friend Tara when on the Haunted Housewives podcast, which is what we do together. And that is my whole internet profile wrapped up. <laughs> nice. Stick a bow on it. <laughs> I, I love your, your tarot account. And uh, if you ever if you ever see like, because I know one time you posted, you're like, hey, can you guys help me? If you ever need more like mass reporting, always be sure to like hit us up so we can like help you. And yeah, yes. thank you. I appreciate yeah, always, it. Cause I, yeah, because that's bullshit. And you put a lot of hard work into that for oh, people man. like swoop in and like rip you off is such a joke. Drives me fucking <laughs> crazy. I had to, I found a, a link to go straight to Instagram but to do that, I had to send them a copy of my – like I had to take a picture of my driver's license, I guess, to prove oh. that I am mm-hmm. who I am. And then they emailed me back. I haven't done it yet, but they were like um, – they asked me to send in a picture of me holding my driver's license, my face and my driver's license face, which, you know, I guess it's the same. But still, I was like, oh, what you just right. – just look at just look at my account and look at their account. Which one of us is the fake here? Obviously. <laughs> so yeah. – Obviously, hopefully, but yeah, Instagram, get it together. <laughs> it drives me crazy. <laughs> All right, okay. So, so um, Instagram sucks. People suck, but you want to know what doesn't yes. suck? Ghosts. Yeah. Tell me. Sometimes. No ghosts. Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> I don't, hmm. Sometimes they suck, mm. but they're always fun. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. Yeah. yeah. So Carly, <laughs> so you're you're give us give us kind of like a like a taste of kind of like what you do because like there's there's a vast spectrum of like people who deal with ghosts and let me put my hands let me put my yeah. hands in the frame here. There's like a vast range. <laughs> range a range of, of like how like how people identify themselves dealing with ghosts because like you have like witches who are kind of like spiritually but then they also kind of like dabble a little bit but then you have like mediums and then you have like psychics so like kind of give us like an idea of where you are in that range. I am a little bit of all. Love it. Of all the above. Um, I mean, I am a bit on the witchy side. Um, and I do practice mediumship, but I use tarot cards to do that. Um, so I have a very specific way of 
I guess it's not very specific, but like my partner Tara um, will use like Claire Audience and things like that to communicate with ghosts. And everything that I do is through the cards. So um, there is a an element of all of the above in what I do. But basically, um, my house is sometimes haunted. So I learned to ask about <laughs> I learned to ask about what was happening in my house through the cards. Um, because I was so fucking scared. <laughs> Every time something would happen, I'd be like, I hate it here. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't want this to be real. And once I started asking the cards, I was realizing that it was mostly just these spirits who wanted to talk to someone. And I don't know why I have been, I don't want to say the chosen one, like I'm fucking Harry Potter or something, but you know, it is kind of what it felt like. I was like, okay, you woke me up to tell me the sad story. Cool. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. Um, but that's how I learned to do it. And from then, I started um, doing readings for ghost hunters. And um, I did those from a distance, um, which was always a lot of fun, especially because if I've never been to the location and I'm still getting accurate readings, it was like, okay, I can do this. This is something I am surprisingly good at. Um, and then I started going on ghost investigations as well. I haven't been in several months, but, um, and I would read cards on location, which was so much fun because they'd have all their devices and the EVPs would line up with the card readings. And it was just amazing. And now I do it on the podcast. We tell a story, um, whatever story we picked. And then at the second half of our episode, we, um, do a reading. So we try to communicate with someone related to the story or just ask for information about it. So that is a little bit of what I do. And then I also use tarot for um, just like personal <laughs> helping me get my shit together. <laughs> yeah. If you if your shit's not together, it's always ask the cards and they'll tell you. They'll tell you. They are not afraid. Oh, they will. Yep. They will tell you. They will tell you so hard. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, cards, what the fuck? Why am I anxious? And they're like, let me tell you. Here you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. <laughs> let me just let me just point blank give it to you. Let me let me just yep fill you up. You are filled with anxieties, and well, you're not wrong. So, <laughs> so all right. So let's 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 go back to the beginning a little bit. So kind of like what was your your focal point of like starting this journey of of just tarot mediumship ghosts all the bullshit like let's let's go to back to the beginning we back to the beginning um it really is when i moved to florida um i am from texas and i've lived in texas my whole life um and then when we moved here i was like oh what the fuck what do i do with myself who am i <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> but also as a little bit of backstory to that uh, i was raised mormon and i left mormonism a few years before we moved here, but I was, I left Mormonism and I was in a space for a couple of years where I was fully atheist. I did not believe that there was anything. There is nothing. Um, and then I started to feel like I was missing something. And I knew that religion was not the answer for me, um, just because of all of the religious trauma, but also it just doesn't fit with me. Um, so I moved here and I met a couple women who were talking about like birth charts and shit like that. <laughs> and I was like, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. What is this birth chart, birth chart stuff? Um, 
which still baffles me because uh, according to my birth chart, I am a triple Aries and I have never met anyone less than less like an Aries than me. And I should just be <laughs> just raging Aries energy. And I am none of those things. So, uh, healthy amounts of skepticism remain. But so I met them and um, I had a few weird experiences in this house. And um, I had mentioned it to to them one day we were at the pool and I was like, the weirdest fucking thing happened last night. And it spiraled into this thing where they were like, you should call our friend. She's a psychic. <laughs> call Ghostbusters. That's basically <laughs> what she does. Yeah. She was like, you, could, you should call our friend and she will come and she'll clear your house and she could do a reading for you and it's so cool and all that. And I was like, yeah, I really don't know about all that. <laughs> 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 Which is extra funny because that's like what I do all day, every day now. Um, <laughs> but um, – It took a few days and I did end up calling her because I was like, well, I'll tell you guys that story in a minute. But I was like, that was scary. What if it comes back? (laughs) I don't don't like that. Um, So she came to my house and I had never met her. And these two friends that I had met were essentially strangers. Like I had only met them a couple weeks ago. So they knew next to nothing about me. She had never met me. And she came in and... You know, she walked through my house and she blessed it with holy water, which was interesting for me because I was uh, – Mormons don't really use holy water. Yeah. But so I was watching and she called Archangel Michael in and all sorts of stuff. And at the time, I wish I had not done this, but I was like, I don't really want to know what was here. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, I wish I could have. I wish I knew. But um, so she finished that and then she did a reading for me and it was a – I think it was a past life reading and a current life reading all rolled into one. But she knew things about me that there was just no way that she could have known ever. Like she was pulling cards and um, one came out about like being a mother and she knew I had kids. But um, she said she asked if that if being a mother was something that I was always planning on. And I said, yeah, but also that I was raised with that mindset. Um for, for background information. But that was something that I always knew that I was going to have kids. And um, then she moved on and she started asking if it had been hard for me to find my place career-wise. And I said, yes, everything that I try just blows up in my face. It Nothing has ever worked out. And she was, she was giving me more information. And I was like, I don't understand how you can know these things about me because like – my friends didn't know. Barely anybody knows because I don't talk about that stuff to people. I mean, how do you say, I don't know what to do for my – I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Nothing I try works. <laughs> um, and she stopped the reading and um, said, I don't know why, but they are telling me that you need a deck of cards. And she pulled out – it was an angel cards deck from her bag and she gave it to me. And I'm awkward as fuck <gasps> when people give me presents. I'm just like – uh, uh, I, I don't you. know what yeah. to do with this. Thank you. So I took it from her with very awkward thank yous. And then, um, you know, we finished the reading and I started practicing with the cards. And as soon as I did, it was like something clicked into place for me. And it was just like this whole moment of I was like, oh, OK, there is something more. It's nothing like what I was raised to believe, but there is something more. And the shit is real. So, um I just kind of hit the ground running after that. <laughs> and, 
That is that, but that is how I got into it. It's just because I moved to fucking Florida and my house was haunted. <laughs> that is my origin story. <laughs> wow, that's like that's like like that. Did it did it feel like it was like thrown in your face? Like did you ha- did you need like some time to like desensitize yourself? Like like. I, I don't know. I feel like if somebody was like, here's a deck of cards, I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. And it's just like, if it was clicking so well, I don't know. I'd feel like I'd be a little yeah. freaked out. I was I was pleasantly surprised because like I didn't even know how they worked. Like I'd only seen – like I'd never had a tarot reading done before then or anything. Um, so I just – I was shuffling and I would pull one card a day and I was like, this – feels surprisingly accurate. What is this? And then I worked up to like three cards a day and I think it was an Oracle deck first. So then I moved on to tarot and now here we are. (laughs) But yeah, it was, I wrote them all down in a, like a notebook when I was first starting. So I'd pull a card and I'd write down the meaning and I'd write down what I, like how I felt it applied to me. And that was, that was it. Yeah, I did I don't know if I did it that day because I was like, this was a lot of information all at once, but it was within the, probably the next day that I picked it up again. So that was fast. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cool. I like this. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. To, to be honest, because I thought that like from like your, your Instagram and like your podcast, I was like, she's been doing this a hot minute. So like, actually, how long has it been? No, it's only been about three years. Yeah, it just was like when I got that deck of cards, I describe it as like getting a missing piece of me back. It was like, okay, cool. (laughs) This is what we're doing now. Um, And then it was about a year and a half ago that I opened my tarot uh, Instagram account. And it's been my life since then. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I know. So you you said that there was a story that you're like, I'll tell it in a second. There was a story the first time. um, So I guess an important, slightly important background piece of information is that I never wear shoes in my house and I am forever fucking up my feet. Just one of these days I should learn to just put a pair of house shoes on. I don't like it. It makes my feet sweaty. (laughs) So I'm always barefoot. And so this day um, my husband had been working night shift and he was upstairs getting ready for work and – I, he called down to ask me to bring him something. So I was like jogging up the stairs and my big toe hit one of the stair Ah. treads and just like, yeah, like I remember being like, well, that fucking hurt. But then just, I just went on with my day. I went swimming. I did all sorts of things that day. I took a walk around the neighborhood. I was fine. Right. And then, um, nighttime came around and I'm in bed and my toe was hurting so bad, <laughs> so bad. I couldn't sleep. It was like, I don't know. I don't even know. It was like, a, I don't know what I did to my toe or why it why it didn't hurt until later. But I was laying there and um, I texted my husband. I was like, I think I might have fucked up my toe. Um, and he, you know, he asked, do you need me to come home? I was like, no, I'm going to be fine. So I got up and I was going to walk downstairs to get um, like ibuprofen or something. And I left my bedroom and there's like a loft area upstairs. And it's one of the only times I felt fear this intensely, but I walked out of my bedroom and I stopped dead in the hallway. And I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I cannot take another step because I I was like being rooted to the spot, 
just completely terrified. And there was like, I was looking around, I was like, what is happening? Why do I feel like this? And I, obviously there was not a living human, which is my number one concern. Anytime any of this happens is I just don't want a real person in my house. Um, so I ended up like I stood there for a while and I tried to take a couple steps forward because my toe hurt so bad. I just wanted ibuprofen or Tylenol or something and I could not, I couldn't do it. I couldn't move past that spot. So I went back into my room and I closed the door and I'm like huddled under the blanket, just kind of like staring there because I was like, I was in my mind, I was like, there has to be some explanation for this because I do have a lot of anxiety. I get scared of a lot of things. But I have never been afraid. I've never felt fear like that when there was nothing around or no trigger for it. Like there was no, there was no reason to feel that much fear. Um, so, anyways, my husband ended up coming home, and this was the strangest bit about it is that um, he came home and uh, I couldn't sleep. He brought me medicine, and we waited like two hours to see if it would help, and it still was super painful. So we ended up waking the kids up. It's like three o'clock in the morning and going to the ER, which was fucking embarrassing, let me tell you, because I got there and the farther away from the house we got, the less my toe hurt. But then I was like, well, we've come this far. (laughs) What am I supposed to? That was the weirdest bit that as soon as I left my house, the medicine didn't make any difference while I was in the house. But when we left, the farther away from the house we got, the less my foot hurt, my toe hurt. And by the time we got there, I was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I couldn't sleep. I've been awake all night because of this. And now that we're here, I feel better. <laughs> it was oh, The nurse man. was nice. She was like, toe sprains actually hurt more than breaks sometimes. And I was like, okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it was really embarrassing. But so the next morning... I had told my friends that and I was like, I was like, I don't know what happened. I've never had anything like that before where I was in that much pain. And then I leave the house and the pain stopped. Um, And the tie in that got me to call the psychic is that um, one of the women, she lives just like a street over from me, had something happen around the same time frame as when like when I was rooted to the spot afraid She had, I can't remember exactly what she said now, but she had an experience around the same time. And, um, she, she said that she ended up like praying and like casting whatever it was out. I don't know how accurate all that is, but at the time it seemed like when I left the house and when she was doing her thing were like, it it all lined up. (laughs) So, um, that, I mean, that was a few years ago. So yeah, that was about three and a half years ago. So I don't remember her side of the story as well as I remember my side, but it was, it was definitely one of those things where it was like, okay. So it took me a few days to call, um, to call the psychic to come over. Um, but what finally got me to call is I was like, well, that was scary. What if one of the kids got that scared? And that's what motivated me (laughs) to, to finally call. But I feel like that was just one of those moments that, um, I don't know that I'm a big believer in fate, but I do think that sometimes things have to happen to get you to go down a certain path because I was curious about finding something more. Um, but I probably never would have turned to tarot or any of that had that weird toe thing not happened <laughs> and the fear. So that was it. It was Okay. That's intense. Yeah, that's that's a little little much. Yeah. Like is is like you said your friends just a street over, so like are you guys on like some ancient burial ground bullshit? Like what 
It's well, funny you should ask that because um, I th- I think yes. I don't know exactly um, the story behind it, but I think at one time there was some sort of graveyard around here that got moved, which mm. sounds like a movie plot, poltergeist. <laughs> Never a good idea. Don't move dead bodies. Just leave them where they are. They're fine there. There's other places to build neighborhoods. Um, but – Behind my house is like a nature preserve and it's just a small strip of like woods in the middle of the neighborhood. Um, but there – and this – the psychic woman told me this too when we moved in. She said that there is some sort of elemental in those woods. Um, cool. Yeah. Cool. Rock except on. every time I try to plant a garden or something, it kills it. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So actually, I don't go in my backyard after like 10 o'clock because it's super spooky back there. I recently took a friend out there. I had been telling them about this elemental thing that was back there and um, they wanted to they wanted to feel it themselves. And I can only go like halfway out into the yard. And that's exactly where they stopped, too. They were just like, yeah, this energy is intense. It's weird. So I don't know if the thing in my house was the elemental or what it is, but every once in a while, it'll like pop in and it's scary every single time it does. I can, it's a very intense, very intense energy. <laughs> it doesn't seem like, like bad at all, but it is like old and powerful and just different. So anytime it comes in, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So I now leave offerings in my yard to appease this land elemental. <laughs> Where I'm just like, hi, I don't know if somebody who lived here last pissed you off, but please stop killing my plants. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Just want a garden. Is is that yeah. um, how did how did how do you know that it's around? Is just you feel that intense energy? Yeah, it is a really strong strong energy. Um, and the the plant thing I had during this was during COVID. I planted a raised garden bed and an herb garden in pots on my porch. Um, and everything was growing beautifully. And literally overnight, the entire garden bed and all of the potted herb garden died, like completely dead. They went from happy and thriving. It was not super hot yet. They weren't being overwatered. I went down my checklist because I was like, I've gardened before. What is happening? Am I just a terrible Florida gardener? But um, – I ended up calling that psychic. This is before I learned how to ask myself. And I was like, this, this just feels weird. Is, am I, did I, am I overreacting? And, um, it was the, uh, the land element was mad. (laughs) And, uh, but we've had trees die. Um, there was one tree dead when we moved in. And, uh, so we, we dug it up and we had landscapers come in and plant some, we planted some palm trees and just, trying to make it a little prettier back there. And around the same time, the trees started to go yellow and orange. And we have a sprinkler system. It's Florida. It rains a lot. Like, there was no reason for them to be dying. Um, So after my garden died and I left the offering, the trees luckily survived, but I am too afraid to plant another garden because that's a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah. I'll save it for my next house. (laughs) I, I was going to say, because like as somebody who has gardened during COVID as well, shit, not shit, just not everything all at once dies. Not everything all at once. I would have expected a plant or two, but 
There was, I think the peppermint plant survived and I took it inside, but it died within a couple of days too. And there was no, like I was looking at them. I was like, do you have a disease? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with these plants? There was nothing. (laughs) They were... And for all of them to go all at the same time, I was like, okay, this is, this is something. Wild. Wild. Okay. So I, <laughs> do you, so I think you said that you didn't want to know what was in your house that night when you, okay. I didn't. Yeah. Cause it was scary. It was, it was, I was so scared that I was like, I don't, I don't really want to know. I don't want you to tell me now that I'm less afraid of these things. I would want to know. I'd be like, yes, give me all of the details. I want to know every last thing about it. But at the time, I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, I don't want to know. This is too scary for me. <laughs> do, do you think it was just the elemental, like the first time it being in your house and that's what it was, you feeling that energy? I I don't know. Um, and I don't know much about the land itself or like ley lines or anything like that. But I do know that um, – I get a lot of spirit traffic coming through this house. Um, And it it was described to me by Tara, my partner, as like a train station. So for whatever reason, it's like they're they're traveling along these lines or whatever. And my house was one of the stops. Um, So what happens, it hasn't happened for a while, but now I'm, I'm on it. I notice things quicker now, is that occasionally something with a darker energy would come in and just kind of like it here and want to stay. And so I think that it was something like that. Um, But I do know that whatever that land thing is, does pop in every once in a while. The last time it was in here, it was like, I don't see things for the record. I just, I can feel them. But every once in a while, things are so intense that you know, like you're staring at a corner and you're like, there is 100% something there. So the last time it was here, I woke up. My heart was like racing. It's a, it's like waking up mid panic attack is what it feels like. Um, so I'll go from like dead sleep to sitting up, looking around, checking for people first because that is my fear because it feels like there is another person in the room with you. And then my eyes went straight to the corner that it was standing in. And um, by then I had learned enough to know to that you can yell at it to fuck off and go away and <laughs> – it is pretty. It is pretty effective. But I had my three year old in bed, <gasps> laying next to me. So I'm sitting up and I'm like, like whisper hissing, "Fuck off! <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house!" Um, so that whatever the land thing is has popped in a few times, and I don't know if it was the same thing because since that was my first experience, I remember the fear very clearly. But that was that was my main takeaway was. What the fuck? This is too scary. I cannot move. That I'm gonna is gonna go back into my room. That is so intense because I have I've I often experience waking up in the middle of the night with no recollection of like scary dreams or nothing, and it's just uh-huh. your eyes track to somewhere in the room, and you're like, whatever that yep. is, get the fuck out. I've never in my life yep. heard someone else describe that. That yep, kind of freaks me out a little. Like for me. Yeah, you might have be sensitive to ghosts too. Um, and I, so I, I had all of this, I had all this history in the house, right? I knew yeah. that, I knew that things were going on, but um, I didn't, it took me forever to put the pieces together. Like with the, like the waking up at night, I've done that my whole life. And I never, I just, I thought that it was part of my anxiety disorder because I do have really, really bad anxiety, social anxiety, like 
you name it, I've got it. It's it's awful. It's hard to function. And I just always assumed that my nighttime, I called them night or nocturnal panic attacks is the closest, but it would happen like I could go to sleep with no problem, like go to sleep easily and wake up panicking like that. And um, I started watching ghost hunting shows because I broke my foot last October Ooh. and I was bored and I wanted to feel something spooky. And I was watching, like I binged a whole bunch of shows, but I was watching and I was like, why does this sound like my life? <laughs> and as I'm watching and putting the pieces together, I was like, you mean to fucking tell me that I've been panicking because there's ghosts in my room my whole life and that the reason it's so bad in this house is because it's haunted as shit? <laughs> like, I was excited, but also like it, it helped me a lot to understand what it is, which is why I learned to ask the cards about it. Because when you wake up with so much fear and then you ask about it and it ends up being like a woman who's sad and like wants to be reunited with her family or something like that, then it's like, okay, I understand you're not trying to scare me. You just really want to talk. And I think that night is the only time that I am, um, calm enough that my brain is calm enough for them to get my attention because during the day, I mean, I have kids, but I'm usually doing like 25 different things at once, just like a ping pong and I'm listening to music or podcasts. So there is not a moment when I'm awake for them to get my attention. <laughs> it has to be something big, like the scary thing in the hallway to, if I'm awake to get me to stop and be like, okay, there is something here. So that is my theory on why it happens more at night. It could just be because maybe ghosts are more active at night, but I think it's the only time my mind is calm enough that they can come through <laughs> and say, hey, that tracks. I want to tell you the sad story. Here you go. <laughs> your your anxiety? Fuck it. Here's some more anxiety. Yep. Here you go. Hey, hey, I just – I really want to talk to you. Do you mind waking up? And I wake up like <gasps> – <laughs> so so i'm 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 like i'm like trying to figure out over here like why you've got ghosts coming in because like you were saying that there's a there's like a train station in your house but i, I watched a tiktok mm -hmm. this morning it's really weird how this shit happens but um florida tends to have sinkholes and underwater ah. like rivers and i'm like a big huge believer in like if there's running water there are spirits oh so God. you might have a table under the land that your house is on which would explain yeah. how you have spirits moving through because ghosts do travel along like plots of water yeah so. that makes so much sense to me and one of the other women in this story told me once that her son came out like i don't remember exactly what when or what the situation was, but he came into the room that they were in and was like, hey, did you guys know that there's a big cave under our house? Oh, cool. <laughs> a cave with water. And she lives in my neighborhood too. So, and I haven't told anybody that connection. <laughs> that is there awesome. Yeah. It could be something like that. I really don't know. Um, or why they feel the need to check in with me because I'm like, cool, cool, cool. You guys can come through all you want. Can I just sleep? That is – that's priority number one for me. <laughs> well, usually like, you know, because I guess since there's that cave underneath it, I don't know if you can like ask the county to like if they have records of it or whatnot, if you want to like like delve into like where it is. But usually with spirits – um sorry, my cat is like in his cat tree and he's like staring at me. It's so cute. Um, <laughs> usually spirits are attracted to people who – know that they know that you know that they're there 
Yeah. So like yep. if you weren't as sensitive, yep. you wouldn't be having this, these problems. But but they're like she she knows I'm here. She can see me in the corner, she and she's tell. telling me to fuck off. So this is the one. <laughs> she can yep. tell. She can see this is happening. <laughs> this is, yeah, I do think that there is something to that too. Because once I, I feel like once I put the pieces together, once I accepted that there is more, that ghosts are a thing, that you know I there was a major uptick in activity and I was like, Oh no. <laughs> so, um, one question I want to ask, cause I think you and I, I think you were, uh-huh. I think it was you. I'm pretty sure it was you. I'm like 95% it was you. You said that you don't believe in demons because you also don't really believe in religion. Me. And I'm, yes, I'm kind me. of on the same page. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I don't believe like really in Christianity and like all that fun stuff. But like when, when priests come in with their Jesus book and they're just like, cast <laughs> the demons, it works. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Cause I don't believe in it. How so does this like, work? right. Do you, do you, I do have, yeah, oh, go on. I was going to say, like, <laughs> like, I wanted to hear a little bit more on your, also like your side of like how you feel about that. Yeah. So, um, I don't, I don't believe in hell either. And to me, I think that that's, I do believe that there are more negative spirits and negative energies. I just don't believe in demons specifically. Um, and I think that that's more of the religious trauma <laughs> for me, but, um, I, where was I going with that? I just, that was, my mind just went completely blank. Sorry about that. Demons, why I don't believe in them. Um, I do oddly kind of believe in angels, which I know that that, that does, how do the two of those work together? I don't know. But I feel like angels historically, like if you look at history, angels predate Christianity. And um, like Tara has called in Archangel Michael before and I felt him come in. And that psychic that I work with. So I tend to believe things that I feel. But um, yeah, the the demon thing, I don't know. And my theory on why it works with the priests is that we're all talking to the same higher power, but we're all calling it different things. So um, I don't know, because in a lot of the possession stories, we've covered a couple of different exorcism stories on Haunted Housewives. Um And both times I was like, this seems like severe mental health, not demons. Um, Like one, the most recent one we did was a boy who was grieving and they were talking about how his behavior changed. His aunt passed away and his behavior changed. And I was like, well, yeah, he's fucking sad. And it's the (laughs) forties. What do you think? But they, they, you know, they did, they do like so many of these exorcisms. And at the end of his story, They like piled crucifixes and rosaries and relics all over his body and like medals and asked Archangel Michael to come in. And I was like, well, why the fuck didn't you do that in the first place? (laughs) If it was that, like, I don't, I don't understand. So yeah, I don't believe in demons. Um, I do believe that there are more negative things. I just, I know something about demons. I, I do think that that is very specifically tied into religious trauma for me though. Um, because even the angels, it takes me like I, I accept that those are a thing, and that Archangel Michael is, you know, or any of the archangels really. I accept them for because I've experienced them. Um, but demons, I'm like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just a bundle of contradictions over here. <laughs> just a little bit. We just got to get you experiencing a demon, and then you'll then you'll believe it. Just a little so. bit. Here we go. Uh, if I experience a demon, I don't think I'd like to. No, no, no. <laughs> if such things are, yeah, but I do believe in entities. And I, 
maybe a lot like God, we're just calling demons the same thing, just lower energy, lower vibration, lower beings, whatever, and they just get called demons. But I don't know. I've yet to find a possession case that I fully believe in. (laughs) There will be one one day, I'm sure, because I did, um, we did the exorcism of Annalise Michelle. Yep. And I actually thought that was one because the the movie scared me, the exorcism of Emily Rose. And I've listened to the recordings and those, the voices on the recordings, I went into that one thinking for sure, for sure, this one is going to be, is going to be real. Um, But when we were pulling cards and everything, it seemed like there may have been something going on, but it also seemed like severe mental health. That was the real problem. So it was, we'll see. (laughs) One day I will either decide that I believe in demons and I will make a public, (laughs) hey guys, I changed my mind. (laughs) Demons are totally a thing. We should all be afraid. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. Uh, So you got anything? Yeah, I have a question. So do you uh-huh. only use tarot cards or do you use like other like quintessentially witchy stuff? I <laughs> use look, so look at the smile. Look at the face. <laughs> <laughs> I use tarot cards um, and I use oracle cards. Um, and the difference between the two, tarot, yeah, tarot has a certain number of cards okay. and all of the cards will be the same. Um, so you'll have the same major arcana and the same amount of the four suits. So all of the cards are technically the same. Some decks have different names, but they all, you know, it'll be the three of coins instead of the three of pentacles. Um, but I also use runes, um, like the Viking runes. Yeah. I have a friend that made a set of bone runes recently and those are really cool. Yeah. I just bought a friend of mine ah. a set of bone runes. So, um, and I use bones. I do bone casting, um, which is really cool. I learned to do that through a friend on Instagram. I bought a bone kit from her. Um, and I recently learned, um, I don't know how to pronounce it, Ogum, Ogum Staves. They're a Celtic um, divination system. They all look the same. It's like a line with a slash through it. So my set has a little dot at the bottom, so I know which way is <laughs> which way is up. Because otherwise, they all look the same. Um, and I've used pendulums and pendulum boards. So... I feel like I've tried most things. I have never tried scrying, you know, like where you look into a a mirror or a ball or something. And that is because I am way too afraid that there will actually be something looking back at me. I don't want that. No, thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. Just hard pass across the table. No, if I'm looking into a black mirror and there's a face looking back at me, my number one response will be to turn around and make sure there's not a real fucking person back there. No. Absolutely. I don't want to see that. (laughs) That's, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's about all I do. Okay. You had like way more than like more things that I've ever heard of actually. That's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. If it's divination related, I will try it. Except for scrying. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But, no. Yep. No, that's that's totally fair because like I actually have like a low key like phobia of mirrors. I fucking hate mirrors. Like yeah, I have yeah. one in the bathroom and I have one in the corner of my bedroom and that is it. I will never put up any more anywhere else. And like even the mirror is like catty cornered away from my bed just a little bit. You can't see yep. into nope. it, right? I don't want to see into yeah. it. I don't want to know what's yep. behind me. I don't, it, my biggest fear is that I go into a mirror and I look up and there's someone standing behind me. Like, 
Yep. Me too. Yep. That happens. Sometimes when I'm washing my face, I'm like, hurry. (laughs) There's going to be someone there. (laughs) There's never anyone there. That's anxiety. But (laughs) But, yeah. I'm so glad I'm not the only one. Because like, yeah, when your face is down and you're like vulnerable, you're washing your face and you like pop your head up and you're like, please, 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 please. (laughs) Please don't be there. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel the same way. Yeah. And um, thanks to watching The Shining way too young, just bathrooms in general are just – the, the bathtub lady scared me for life. Oh, um, oh yes. Oh yeah. Yep. I watched the I watched the mini series. Uh, I hadn't seen the actual movie until recently, and I was a little bit disappointed. I'm not gonna lie because she is so much scarier in the mini series. But I mean, like, I am 33 years old, and I still will occasionally check behind shower curtains to make sure that there's not a dead lady. There. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. As you yep. do. Yep. Somebody news house. As you do. There. Mm-mm, nope. Gotta yep. make sure. Yep. It's like, have you guys seen that TikTok that it's a trend that people are, or I think it was Brody. I don't remember his name, but his, I don't remember his username, but his name is Brody. And he does those Twilight videos a lot of the time. But he had, he did one where he was brushing his teeth and he's like that moment when you think there's a demon behind your shower curtain. So he's like brushing his <laughs> teeth and he stops and all of a sudden he charges and punches the shower curtain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I've never punched a shower curtain, but I definitely have felt that feeling so many times where you're like, is there something behind that? So, yeah. Mirrors and shower curtains, just no thank you. <laughs> yeah. We're good. Bathrooms. Yep. Okay. Um, can you uh, – I wanted to ask – I think you kind of asked it, but I – because, like, I have, I have tarot cards, right? So – I I bought some more because somebody in my apartment complex posted on the bulletin was like, hey, I've got tarot cards I'm selling. I'm like, gimme, 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 gimme. So I want them. (laughs) So she had Oracle cards and I bought them Uh because I've had a session done on me with Oracle cards and they're like, but my Oracle cards that I bought were um, star signs. So like Aries, Taurus, and then fire, water, earth. Do you know anything about like how that works? Because I don't know how that works. How that yeah. deck works or how the yeah. – I if, if you send me pictures of it, then I will. I don't know if I have that deck. Um, Oracle decks are all – they work the same as tarot. So if there's like a guidebook in there, oh, that would be my starting okay, place. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. Cause I, they, but they, they work the same way. So you can ask a question or – a lot of the time I don't even ask a question. I just pick the deck that I want to use and I just shuffle and, and pull one and see – um, but you could use them the exact same way that you use your tarot books or your tarot cards, I mean. And then um, for Oracle, because each deck is – each Oracle deck is different because it depends on the author and the artist. So the cards will mean different things. There's not a set meaning for Oracle decks. Um, so I almost always read the guidebook for Oracle decks. Um, there's some that once I know them well enough, I don't need the deck anymore or the guidebook anymore or I'll – look at it and be like, okay, well, the guidebook says this, but I feel like it means this. Um, so yeah, but never be afraid to use the guidebook. I use it exclusively with Oracle decks and I own more Oracle decks than I do tarot. Actually, I have, I have so many because this is my most recent one. There we go. Oh, wow. It's the, the fairy forest. Um, and it's really pretty. And so if you send me pictures of your deck, I will look at it and see if I can help you with it. Um, but I do like Oracle because they're generally 
more gentle than tarot (laughs) because there's listen I'm a sensitive bitch and there are some days where I'm like I cannot handle if you give me the three of swords today I am gonna lose it oops sorry um I I can't handle the three of swords today no thank you I don't want to see the tower popping up on no tower on my thread today so I'll go for an oracle deck and sometimes they'll still get you they know like even the gentler ones sometimes are like hey bitch get it together But they are generally, their tone is generally gentler than tarot is. So sometimes a nice blend of the two is okay. perfect. You get the bitch slap from tarot and then oracles like, but it's okay. I'll, here's some <laughs> lavender lotion. Let's <laughs> just, let's soothe your settle. <laughs> let's soothe your nerves. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know that all oracle decks were like different. I thought it was just like the same as like tarot like, but it's just an oracle. So, okay, yeah. that makes more sense. They're all different. Okay. Yeah. And that's why I have so many of them, too, because I'm like, well, but what does that one say? <laughs> I just need to know all of the things. Fair enough. And that's good to know that uh, oracles are gentler than tarot because sometimes I don't do tarot readings because I'm like, I'm so sick of your bullshit yep. telling me my bullshit. Like, yep. get out. Exactly. Don't call me Exactly. Listen, I know I'm fucked up. Stop (laughs) telling me. Tell me how to fix it. Stop throwing it in my face like that. (laughs) So rude. So rude. Yeah. I hate it. Sometimes they're like, you need to stop being such a control freak. And I'm like, hi, hello. Have you fucking met me? This is how I deal with my anxiety. I make plans. And I obsessively think about the outcomes. I don't know how that's being a control freak. <laughs> just, just a little bit. I don't know. So, I mean, just just a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Yeah. Uh, Zoe, you got anything? Yes. So you said that you went on investigations, like uh-huh. ghost hunting investigations. Could you tell me about, like, your favorite yeah. one that you went on and, like, the scariest one that you went on? Ooh, okay. Mm. So, um... My favorite one was the first one that I went to, and I I didn't pull cards on that one, um, and I actually dragged my – I brought one of my friends with me. Dragged. <laughs> dragged. <laughs> dragged. I did. Well, I was like, hey, I'm going to go to this ghost hunting thing. Will you come with me? And she was like, well, I don't really know anything about that, but okay. I was like, great. It's three hours away. Hop in. <laughs> We're going. Um so I had been talking with um, he's he's um, ghost hunter of South Florida on Instagram, and I had done a few readings for him from a distance by that point. And um, they did and and they do this regularly at this location. It's called Yesteryear Village and um, Ghost Adventures. There's been a few different a few different actual TV shows who have gone to this place, um, and it has a Wikipedia page. It's called The Riddle House. Um, yeah. So I had done a reading for Eric about this location, and when I did it, I had no idea how haunted it was because um, I just – I wasn't fully into that yet. So he asked if I wanted to do a reading ahead of, in, of his investigation, and I was like, yeah, sure. So I did it. And so much came through that I was like, hang on, um, we're going to need to redo this. And I need just one spirit to come through because that was too many different energies. Now I know that the whole yesteryear village, all of the houses are, are a bit haunted. So I had my first attempt was way too broad. And when I asked for just one, I got this woman come through and she was – she was sad. She was talking about being heartbroken and she was used for her money and, you know, all of these things. And 
I was obsessed with figuring out who she was. And so when I went, I had kept doing readings on my own with that woman because I wanted to know how she fit in. So when I went there, um, it was with a group. I bought a ticket and um, he, Eric let me use his EVP recorder. He said, I know you've got questions. Do you want to ask one? And um, the main spirit in that house is a man named Joseph. And he um, took his life in the attic of that house. Um, and he's super active. You can talk to him pretty much anytime you're there. He is just generally angry, likes to flirt with ladies. Okay. I haven't seen that because I'm always pestering him with questions, but, um, (laughs) so Eric handed me the EVP recorder and I was like, "Uh, hi, (laughs) I've been looking, I've been looking at this woman. Um, she's a second wife. And I was just giving like the little bits of information that I knew. And I said, do you know who she is or something like that? And, um, Eric went to replay it and you can hear me talking and then you can hear Joseph's voice over me saying lies. I didn't hurt her. And then he would, he said something else after that, but that was the biggest thing. And I was like, oh, he knows who she is. <laughs> so that was my favorite because that was, that was my, that was my first ghost hunt. And what a fucking first ghost hunt it was. <laughs> that was like, Everybody wants an experience like that, yeah. right? And I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have my cards with me, but it was incredible. Um, and my scariest one, I'm usually pretty excited when I'm there. <laughs> and I feel like the excitement cancels out the fear for me. Um, but there was another time in the Riddle House, and that time I went with cards. So I went specifically to do a reading there and um, – Eric had gone outside to do an inst- to start an Instagram live and I was waiting inside and it was more unsettling cuz I knew that Joseph was around but I felt someone standing behind me <laughs> super clearly so I kept like turning over I kept looking behind me to make sure no one was there and everything's dark so I was like okay it's fine so I I think as long as I'm not alone I'm not really scared but um I was alone for then um and but the thing that really scared me is that I felt almost like a, a gust of wind Ooh. on the back of my neck, like blow my hair to the side. And um, you know, it, it's an old house, but there was no open windows, there was no open doors. I was sitting in the middle of a kitchen. There's no air conditioning. There was no reason. Maybe there's air conditioning, but nothing was turned on, so there was no reason to have this gust of wind move the hair off of the back of my neck. <laughs> Um, and that was the most unsettled I have felt because, um, no touchy, please. And thank you. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. you can yell over my voice all you want. Awesome. I am here for that. I no, I don't want to be touched. <laughs> That's, and I know lots of ghost hunters who are like, they touched me, they scratched me, this and that. And I'm like, nope, I don't want those experiences. <laughs> so both in the riddle house are my the favorite and the scariest. Okay. I wrote, I wrote <laughs> that house down. Um, what's yeah. um, what's a, what's another place down there that you've been to, um, so we can potentially cover it? Um, there is um, the old Davy Schoolhouse. Okay. That one is a pretty cool place. There's lots of history there. Actually, that ha- might have one of the scarier um, entities that I've come across. I was in a big group and I was excited, so I didn't feel afraid. But it's one of the only times that my cards refused to give me more details on it. And when that happens, it is a 
you don't need to go there. You don't need to open yourself up to that type of energy. Um, and um, there's one. It's a hotel. It's history. If you if you Google history of Fort Lauderdale, hang on. History at Fort Lauderdale. Let me see. History at Fort. It's um, history at Fort Lauderdale. Yep, Fort Lauderdale History Center. And it's a hotel. And um, but there are also a couple of outbuildings, and that place ha- is pretty haunted. And there's a bridge across the street too Ooh. that um, they've never done an investigation there because it's too loud with uh, foot traffic and boats and everything going on. But apparently, that bridge um, has had lots of people take their lives on it. So it's something that, like, it seems like it draws people to it for that reason. And maybe that's partly why the hotel is so haunted because it's right. Like, right, you can see the water from where the hotel is. Um, They also go to a railroad museum a lot. And I haven't been there because it's a little bit too far south for me. Um, But um, right now I'm living – it's just me and my kids right now. So um, I can't make it out there anymore because it's it's about three hours away from me, which is fine. I don't mind drives like that at all, especially if there's ghosts involved. (laughs) But I can't leave my kids alone at night either. So (laughs) – uh, my oldest babysits for me now, but um, that's too far. From that's too far, so I'll have to find some local places to go to. I'm sure there's haunted shit around. I just don't know anyone, and I like using the cards. I do have some, like I have a REM pod and I have an EVP recorder, but I prefer the cards over that. So working with them was a lot of fun because they could use the gadgets, and it was just awesome seeing it all line up. But um, the cards are my tool of choice. <laughs> well, one more time. What was the name of the hotel? It's history or sorry, Fort Lauderdale History Center. History of Fort Lauderdale.org is um, it's a really okay. cool place. You can feel like you can walk into that building and feel the energy and being like, oh, yeah, there's shit here. Yeah. <laughs> there is there is something here. Um, and the experiences at each place are so different, too. So should you ever be in Florida? South Florida, you should check it out. They do public ghost hunting events pretty oh, often. Wow. So okay, perfect. Yeah. Definitely, will hit that up. I um, I, I, you said it, but then my cat was like tearing up my couch in the background, and I had to like do a laser real quick, so I missed it. So at any rate, um, okay. So same question: most favorite and most haunted, scariest moment, but like tarot card readings in your house. Okay, Ooh. that's a good one. Um, favorite, my favorite one, I think there was a, there, so I don't typically hear things and I don't see things, but I was laying in bed this one night and I heard a boy's voice say, mom, and I have a boy, he is 10, but this voice sounded a little bit older than my son. He sounded like in like 13 or 14 where it's like a little bit deeper, but still sounds like like a child. Um, and I sat up and I looked around that night. I remember looking around and being like, "Did was I dreaming? Did I see that? Because I knew that I was awake. I hadn't fallen asleep yet, but it was in that kind of in-between period. And I was like, is this a dream? Um, so the next morning I got, um, I have a deck that's called Art History, Art History Tarot for Past Lives. And it's one of the ones I'd use the most often for mediumship readings because um, it gives like death, it gives causes of death and things like that. Um, and 
it still functions as a regular tarot deck too. So I pulled cards and I was asking basically who was he and what did he want? And he ended up being a soldier. And I think he was a civil war, civil war-ish, maybe not civil war, but definitely in that time frame. There was a lot of wars and I never quite worked out what war he came from. But, and I did several readings with him. So I did the initial one and then I processed it and I was like, okay, this is a young boy. So I did hear that right. And the the soldier card came out. And so again, I was like, okay, seems a little young, but times are different back then. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, and I ended up through the course of the readings, figuring out that he was um, used as some sort of spy. So he... Probably was not an actual soldier, but um, and that ended up killing him. Um, he got caught, and um, but he was passing information back and forth, and um, so that was my favorite because it was it was a really sad story. But I was learning how to do it, and it was really cool. Not only that, because I wasn't sure if I could go back to it and do additional readings. So being able to pick up the story where I left off. And recognize that I was talking to him made a big impact. Um, And the scariest um, in my house, let's see, there is, there was a few that were more unsettling, but um, I was looking, I don't know why, oh, I know why. I was, um, I think this might have been when my foot was broken, but I was waiting for my husband to come home and he must have been bringing me food or something like that. Um, (laughs) food is a motivator but I was looking at our security camera for the front like on the driveway there's a security camera out there and I think that I was just checking to so I could see when his car pulled in I don't remember why but then I noticed like I saw the driveway I saw my garage and I saw my car and I noticed this little shadowy blob like moving towards the garage door And then it was like it was bouncing off and then you'd see it come back again and it would bounce off again. And by that, by this point, I had gotten better at like protecting the house so that more negative things couldn't come in. Right. And so I was looking at it and I was like, what is this? Is this a shadow? I think I still have the video somewhere. I'll send it to you guys if I do. But I was like, because I screen recorded it. I was like, what is what is happening here? Because there's no trees in that part of my yard. Um, My neighbor next door has a palm tree, but it was overcast that day. So there weren't shadows like that. And you can see it's like it's not exactly a human like figure, but you can definitely see it bouncing off of the garage door, which was such a weird thing. So I was watching it. And I wasn't scared. I was more interested. But then when I was pulling cards, um, I used a Lenormand deck, which is, um, it works a little bit differently than tarot or oracle, but it gives, like, there's a card for a man and there's a card for a woman. And I don't remember the exact cards that came out, but um, basically they were like, yeah, that was not such a nice thing. That was not a good thing. You did not want that in your house and you're welcome. We kept it out for you. (laughs) And I was like, okay. Rock on. Thank you for that. So I'm sure that there might be a scarier one, but... Like after I didn't feel scared when I was watching the recording because it was interesting because I'd never seen anything like that before. But then when I was sitting with the cards, I was a bit spooked because I was like, well, what if it had gotten in? What what is that exactly? So um, that was the that's my answer. Did, did you show <laughs> your husband when he got home? Like, look at this little blob bouncing look off the garage. 
I didn't. He is not into any of this um, at like at all. <laughs> so I did share it to other people, and I sent it to um, Eric, the the ghost hunter of South Florida. And I was like, check this out. <laughs> what do you think this is? <laughs> uh, and he asked the same questions that I had been thinking of. Was there a uh, was there shadows? Was there this? Was there that? There was never any real explanation of what it was. Other than what I got from the cards, which was just like, yeah, that was some nasty shit. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> kept you safe. <laughs> so so you wow. said that you have gotten better at like protecting your house or like, like spells and shit mm-hmm. to cast. Um, kind of. I learned so um, I am more into the spiritual side of things. So um, are you guys familiar with the spirit guides and... Thing. Okay, so um, my guide is named Fabio. Are you serious? <laughs> it's not his real name, but um, when I first when I first was told about him, because um, I I caught a glimpse of a man in the back seat of my car, and I freaked the fuck out and called the psychic lady. She was like, "No, don't panic. This is your guide." And um, he, she was like, "I don't know exactly what his name is. It starts with an F." And then she said. It's kind of funny, though, because he looks a bit like Fabio, but his hair is dark. His hair was was longer. So it has just remained Fabio ever since then. I think his real name is something like Fabian, but um, he finds it amusing, and so do I. So (laughs) (laughs) it's it's Fabio. Um, But basically, I – once I accepted that – talking to ghosts and doing this was part of my path. I was like, listen, I'm in. I will do it, but you have to keep the scary shit away from me because I can't handle it. If you want me to be able to do this, I can't do it if I'm scared. Um, I Because fear just blocks – I mean, fear blocks everything. You two have anxiety, so you know what it's like when you're in – a fear-based mindset, everything seems like a threat, everything is scary. And I was like, if you want me to do this, you want me to tell these stories, you have to keep me safe. (laughs) And that is how it has worked so far. But I also do, um, I smoke cleanse my house um, semi-regularly. And um, I like um, lavender or rosemary bundles. um, But I also like lemongrass and things like that. Um, I try to stay away from anything that... um, doesn't belong to me. I'm a, (laughs) you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be stealing from other cultures. Um, and I mean, I have used sage, but garden sage works just as well as white sage. Um, and so if I use sage, it will be a, it's a garden sage and not, a not a plant that is sacred to somebody else. Um, and, um, I also will use Florida water, which is a, it's it's like a it's like a it's a spiritual cleansing water. So actually, when I go ghost hunting, I put Florida water in a little spray bottle, and I take it with me, and then I spray myself before I get in the car, <laughs> just as like a quick cleanse. Um, so you can spray that around the house. But what I like to do with it is um, I will dip my finger in the Florida water, and I will paint runes or protect any protective symbol, and I'll do that on the doors and on the windows. So I'll give it a good cle- I'll give the house a good smoke cleanse and then I'll go through and use those. So it's almost like a ward, but it I think of it more as like setting the intent that only certain energies are allowed in here. And for the most part it's been pretty effective. It's kept like, you know, every once in a while there's something that's a little more spooky, but for the most part it's all good. So 
I've I've been in a witch shop, and at first I was like, Florida water, what the hell? Because like I imagined you yeah. just went to the tap water and just turned, like, <laughs> just <laughs> filled up your spray bottle. I was like, Carly, that, that's not how any of this works. But then I was like, oh, no. That's not how it I like, remember the Florida water in the witch that's shop. That's not how it works. It's not like that. Yeah, it, it smells nice. I like the way it smells a lot better than um, – because it smells like a perfume. <laughs> so um, the smoke cleansing, depending on what you use – it just it doesn't smell great for the for the most part. I'm not a huge fan. Um, I do use incense sometimes too, but it's um, those are my go tos. I like dragon's blood incense. Yes, um, that's the best smell. Yep, I like yep. that one. And frankincense and myrrh is a nice smell too. So that is that's kind of how I do. But mostly it's just that was kind of the deal I made with my spiritual team that like you guys brought me here you want me to do this you gotta <laughs> you gotta keep the nasties away so i'm not sure which one of it is probably both but it works <laughs> so i think you and your uh partner in crime there have talked about it before but is do you have any like tips and tricks about how to get in contact with your spirit guide person yeah so mine is tarot okay. <laughs> obviously um and to do that um there are lots of spreads to do this. And actually, we're going to be, Tara and I, through our podcast, are going to be releasing a course, a spirit guide, like how to That's awesome. ways, different ways to connect with your spirit guide. And um, and it'll have a workbook so you can do some of the exercises we talk about and write down your experiences. Um, but all of my communication comes through the tarot cards. And so I know my guide's name because I was told it, but if you don't know your guide's name, it can work the exact same way. You just sit down and an easy way to do it is to ask for one card to represent your guide. I will do it right now. I have a deck. So um, I would like a card to represent my guide. And he is usually the Knight of Cups, but occasionally, depending on his mood, he turns up as a different way. Well, today it is the Queen of Wands, which is interesting, but um, I noticed that they will change depending on what we are focusing on. So, um, and right now we are focusing on getting my ass motivated <laughs> and doing the things. Um, and so you pull one card to represent your guide and then um, you can ask if they have a message for you. So I will pull, and that can be as many cards as you want. I like three, but it doesn't have to be three. Um, <laughs> mine is, oh my gosh. Well, that was that was something. This deck has two of two different versions of the Hierophant, and they both came out just Whoa. now. <laughs> so I that is a and I've been pulling that card a lot, and I this is my least it's my least favorite tarot card. So anytime it comes out, I'm like, Bleh. I'm not gonna <coughs> listen to you. Uh, apparently today. He's had it with my ignoring it. Um, so my message is I have temperance reversed. And when it's reversed like that, it means that I have been out of balance. <laughs> very true. I was very anxious yesterday and I was just in a puddle of worry thinking about all of the different things. And I recognize myself when I, I recognize when I'm doing it, when I'm, I call it a anxiety spiraling where I have to, I'm thinking about things I don't need to worry about so far in advance. Um, and then we have the Hierophant upright and the hierophant reversed um <laughs> yeah like hey bitch are you going to listen now um and so for me um he is reminding me that hey we have shit to do you gotta get back on your feet you gotta get balanced um and the hierophant 
is because it's upright and reverse. So there is two different things here. Um, the first one is to be your own authority. Um, is That's how I think of it because I don't like the religious context that comes with that card because it's generally like it's generally a depiction of a religious leader. And I don't like that, <laughs> as I've said before. So it can be working with a mentor or a teacher. It could be you stepping into that role yourself. But then with the reversed one, it is really emphasizing that um, it's time to play by my own rules. I make the rules. And that so that is what he is. <laughs> that is that is very on brand for him. Um but that is that is what it will look like for me. And you can go on Google or you can go on Pinterest and look for spirit guide tarot spreads and it'll give you different promptings. But what I did just now is that is how I learned to talk to my guide. I just pulled one card to represent him. Um, and then what message do you have for me? And that is a form of mediumship with cards all on its own. But it's also a really easy way for me and I feel like for other people who are um, beginning to develop that relationship without having to rely on other people or um, your other – the psychic clairs Um, because, you know, like I said, I think it's – Tara is amazing. She can see and – she can see things sometimes and she can hear things and I think that that is really helpful because um, you can just get – an actual answer, but I don't, I can't do those things or I could if I, if I worked on it, but I like the cards speak <laughs> language that I understand. <laughs> so that's, that's what we're sticking with. Um, but yeah, that is how I learned to talk to him is just, or sometimes I like, Hey, how are you doing today? And, um, you know, I've regretted that choice many times. Cause sometimes he's like, I'm fed up with your shit. <laughs> like, Great. My guide is very sassy. I don't think that all guides are as sassy as he is, but <laughs> it is a it's a mixed bag. <laughs> it is fun though because I do spirit guide readings for other people sometimes, and it is a lot of fun learning the different personalities of all the guides. So your guide will be only your guide. It won't belong like you won't you won't be sharing your guide with multiple people. They are there for you specifically to help you through these challenges. Um, and it is a worthy relationship to develop, I think. Okay. So I shuffled my deck. Yeah, um, what you get? And I want to do, I want to ask the first question, which is... Yeah, is it, do it. A card to represent A card to guide. represent yeah. my guide. And I get... Mm-hmm. See, I don't know how to read these cards yet. What is that? <laughs> it's... Is that the Oracle deck? No, it's deck? a tarot deck. Is that, it's a cup... You're blurry. Was yeah, you're super blurry. Oh, is it? Oh, is that the Ace of Cups? All right, yeah. hang on, hang on. See, I got this new deck, but it's it's a tarot deck, but it's, like, super interesting because um, uh, it's, like, oh, it's a knight. It's a knight of cups? Oh, yeah. Cups. 25. 25. Cups. It's just a triangle. So what is the triangle? <laughs> that is an interesting yeah, deck. Yeah, knight of cups. So, yeah, so it has a triangle at the, t- at the top. Which is, the cup, which is the knight, and then it has a cup that it's holding in its hand. Um, it's the messenger of raw emotion, a fiery aspect of water. So personality is romantic, creative, sensitive, and introspective. And then yeah. upright is refinement, passion, promote harmony, and peace. Let your heart decide. Yeah. What, 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 I love that, that. what, like, what does uh, the knight of cups mean for you? Like, like if you pull that card, what would that mean for like a, like a spiritual guide? 
I would say that it is reflective of their personality and um, your guide could be male or female. Um, I don't know which <laughs> based on the cards, but I, it's both reflecting of their personality and it can also be what they are wanting to help mm-hmm. you with. Um, so to get the Knight of Cups, I would say as an introductory card, I would say that um, they're expressing that they have a lot of love for you and that they want to help. Like, I know that you've been struggling with um, mental health mm-hmm. recently. And so to have your guide come out with this card, to me, would say that they are aware of your struggles and that they are wanting to help you with them. Um, and when I say that, please don't think that I'm talking about like a magic pill no, no. or like not a magic pill, but like this is not a magic remedy. Like it won't you know, you won't have your, your guide won't pop up and then suddenly you're not anxious anymore or you're not depressed anymore. Like those are, that's a chemical imbalance in our brains and in our bodies. And, um, you know, medication can help, therapy can help, but it is, it's not something that just goes away, (laughs) unfortunately. But, um, you know, I feel like they do help a lot because I can, I I've learned to call my guide and be like, hey, I'm super fucking anxious right now. Can you just like sit by me for a little bit or something like that? So to me, your guide is saying that um, they are – sorry, there was a bug. <laughs> they, <laughs> I just made a face. <laughs> um, it flew in front of me and I was like, oh, no. Um, that they are a very emotionally caring individual. Um but also it seems like they are wanting to come forward and present themselves more with you because the the night aspect where it says like the romance, like they're offering you this cup. Obviously, this isn't like a romantic situation, but they do have a, their own form of emotional love that they want to share with you. And that is how I would see it. It is a it's a being who unconditionally loves you. And um, that was a revelation all of its own when I when I first put those pieces together because you can feel the love sometimes um, if you're if you're connected well you can feel the love and um, I don't think that I've ever experienced truly unconditional love until starting to work with my guide and then I was like well this is nice I like this <laughs> we can but they're there to help you they're there to support you um, along the the bumps in the road and things like that. So that is how I would see that, that they are extending this emotional fulfillment towards you. Neat. That's super cool. Yeah. Okay. So I'll definitely uh, travel down that road a little bit more because I've always been curious about that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to set that card aside. I'd probably start a journal or some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we got to get you a deck. We got to get you, we got to get you in on this. I had one at one point. I don't know where it ended up. My mom has one that uh, her mother actually bought her in Egypt in the <gasps> 60s, cool. I want to say. Wow. So it, it's an old boy. My mom would probably let me borrow that's that. Yeah. That's super cool. What a cool history behind it, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> this deck is from Egypt. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I played with it a lot when I was a kid because I was like, this thing's so cool. Look at all the pretty pictures. And my mom was like, honey, you don't understand that. And would like fold it back up in its silk and like put it back in the box and be like, no, no, don't leave it alone. <laughs> That's super cool. I, I, when I was on Thanksgiving uh, holiday, I went down in, to my brother and sister-in-law's house and I brought my Oracle deck and my tarot deck because I was just like, fuck it, right? So I, my sister-in-law, 
And I was like, hey, you want me to do a reading? And she immediately, like, I've never seen her. She's like, no. And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) And I was like, you don't think I'm good? She goes, no. She goes, I believe in them too much. I don't want them. And I went, what do you you talk about? And she's just like, they work. I don't want it. And I was like, no, 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 keep going. What do you mean? And she was just like. Wait, yeah. she, Explain she, this she basically me. believes very heavily in witchcraft and all that shit because she right ha- yeah she had some shit go down one time with uh she thinks a demon and she was like no like she's like that stuff's real because she also had like a witch friend and she was like it's real and she's like i feel like souls are spoken for and she goes mine is spoken for because she she's um a religious person so she's like my soul is spoken for 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 okay. the christian well that yeah, makes God. sense because she doesn't yeah, yeah. She doesn't want to do anything that could mess with that Correct. status. So she was just like, I'm spoken for. I'm good. I don't want a tarot reading. So, of course, I harassed her the whole entire time. And she's just like, I don't know. I'm like, you know what we could do to figure it out? She's like, well, I was like, ask the cards. And she's like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how she would feel about an angel deck specifically. Does that? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. I should, um, that might I should be. ask her about that. Gift it to her. And be like, if you don't use it, I'll cry. And then she'll you know, because I'll cry. <laughs> Neat. Okay. So, you have any other thoughts, comments, concerns? I don't have any other questions. I have. They've all been fulfilled. Uh, I'm very happy Ooh. with all of the the stories that were told and all of the information that I've learned. Um, do you have anything else? Um, I have a question about the bones. How do, Ooh, how does for that it. work? The bones are fascinating. Um. I didn't know anything. I actually didn't even think that I would be someone who owns bones because that was never a thing that I was interested in. And now I have a raccoon skull and a fox skull. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so the bones, if you look her up on Instagram, her name is Wheat and Chaff. She's amazing. Um, she makes these little divination sets and she practices skull scrying, but she has these this amazing connection with the animals, with the spirits and the bones themselves. So they like they talk to her and her photography on her page is just stunning. It's gorgeous. So I was watching her and when I saw that she was selling this bone tin, um, I bought one and it is she made it herself and she assigned some of the meanings. So there is um I actually don't know what kind of bones they are in there, but it's a mixture of bones. And then she puts some stones in there with uh, animals' paw prints on it. Uh, and then she included a piece of paper in there uh, with what they meant to her. And I've added my own pieces now and then. Um, and when I add a piece, I assign my own meaning to it. And that is how she describes it too. So a bone can mean anything to you. The most important thing is that you understand what it means. So it was a bit hard to learn to read them because it's like they speak their own language kind of. Um, So I have a specific setup that I use on my chalkboard where um, I draw like a spiral and it says core lesson in the middle. And then there's different categories around it. And I will take the bones, the rocks and the bones in my hands and toss them on the board and where they fall is how I read them. Um, And I started, I'm going to offer those on my website once it's up. Um, and those that will be combined with tarot cards because um, it was harder for me to read the bones than anything else. So when I do them for other people, it's good to have tarot there for context <laughs> so that I can be like, okay, so I do the tarot cards first and then I look at the bones and they all tie together beautifully. But um, 
it works the same way and that they answer, but um, it is different at the same time. It's hard to describe. It is like it is like a different language, though. So the bones, I only use the bones for myself if I feel like they have something to say, and I know that that might sound weird, but like I've tried to use it a few times just for fun and they don't really respond well. <laughs> it's um, like they just don't make sense when I do it like that. So um, it's um, it's a really rewarding divination system because you have I have to work harder to get the meaning. And maybe that's what I like about it so much is that when it doesn't come as easily as the cards do for me, I'm like, yeah, that was hard and I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you are interested in um, bone throwing or bone kits, I would definitely check her out. Wheat and Chaff, she is an amazing person and she finds all of her bones. Um, she lives in England and she walks her dogs for like miles every day. So all of the bones and all of the things that she sells, uh, she's found herself and they die naturally in nature, which is important to her and to me too, because I don't necessarily want to own something that was you know, that a human yeah. had a part in that, like a hunting trophy or something like that. I feel like that wouldn't. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, read yeah, it that's, now. you killed the animal for its bones to sell on Etsy. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? So, yeah, no. Yeah, um, exactly. Okay. Well, yeah. I've always been kind of curious about that because, like, ethically, it's like, what if you don't want to own bones, but you want to throw bones? So, like, I've always, yeah. I've, I kind of just had like a, like an, like an um, idea of like, casting bone red like uh -huh. resin bones but like hey that would be I, so cool like resin yeah, art like i do resin art and so i was thinking yeah. like if somebody doesn't want to touch bones because like i don't particularly want to like go out looking for bones right but like if i yeah, yeah. i could also like 3d print some bones because like there's so much out there that would be so, so i thought cool. that would be like a yeah. like a alternative to like i don't want to touch bones that would be really okay. cool I would buy a set, okay. yeah, because I, I, I like the idea of going to find my own bones, but also, um, you know, there's alligators and shit here. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I no, I can't go tromping around the woods. I'm going to get eaten by something. So, also, I have no sense of direction, and I will get <laughs> lost. Um, so, <laughs> the, it would fill all of my needs without me going into nature. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so that's okay i wanted to put that out there and see because i was like huh like that's that's pretty cool so i'll i'll sit on that see what i could do with that and maybe maybe pop poop pop poop something out there play around with it yeah yeah <laughs> yes, all right absolutely cool so we, we've, we're about an hour and 30 minutes in um nice so one last 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 call any more questions ba -ba 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 -ba. nope i don't have no? anything else i just had my my questions that were answered that's all i got okay cool awesome uh carly we greatly appreciate uh your time do you want to plug in um where you could find the haunted housewives podcast yes you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts um apple podcasts or spotify uh, we are on amazon now too We're which on. is yeah which we are excited about amazon um i think that's through amazon music uh, and you can find us on instagram at haunted.housewives.podcast because um, otherwise it was too many words, too jumbled. <laughs> um, and we are, we also have a Patreon. So I think that that was, I was running through my brain tally. We're really only on Instagram. We used to be on Facebook, but neither one of us go on there. So it's, um, that is where to find us. And we do check, um, 
our messages frequently. So if you are listening and you have a question about haunted shit, that is how to reach us. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're definitely on Instagram because I remember sending you the message of like, hey, you want to like be on our thing? And before I even put the phone down, you like replied back and I like, it scared the shit yep. out of me. Like actually, <laughs> I was like, oh, and I was like, I'll respond to that in just a second actually. But <laughs> I know. So- my phone is like a third appendage, it, basically. It's always in yeah. my hand. Like, I'm just super <laughs> impressed by how fast you reply. <laughs> I am. Um, I do try to – I don't check my message requests on my tarot page that often. I've been better about it lately with the latest scam account because people have been uh, sending me the messages that they've been getting. Um, so I am checking that a little bit more regularly now. But, yeah, if you message, I'll answer <laughs> on either account. And generally, fairly quickly. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. All right. So uh, very good. Appreciate you so, so much. Uh, This was awesome. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. Anytime, anytime. Uh, we might we might have Tara on here next because she's also. I want to. Yes. I want to know what she sees. Oh, she has such good stories too. Such good stories between her time working at the hospital and just some of the experiences that she's had. She's going back to work at a medical examiner's office soon, so she's going to be chock full of good stories. (laughs) Going to slide into her DMs for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. Well, again, Carly, thank you so much. And uh, with that, we're going to close it out with um, Haunt Her. I barely know her. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>